Today we have a special podcast, a little bit different from what I usually do. It's about the game of life, what it takes to sort your shit out. What we're talking about today is something that goes beyond game, because a lot of guys ask me, Tony, you know, I'm in this and that situation, I can't really focus on game at the moment, I have issues related to my girlfriend, my wife, my family or my money or even health in the worst cases. So I wanted to talk about the game of life and I'll explain in a second what I mean by that. I think a good starting point is to realize that we all have blind spots. Blind spots are basically areas that we're not really focusing on or we're mentally not predispositioned to focus on these areas. We neglect them and when we neglect certain areas without even noticing because they're blind spots, they affect all the other areas in life. So using the principle of inversion, I always try to think about the things that I'm not doing right. You know, just tell me where I'm gonna die so I'll never go there. That's that's pretty much the idea right there. So one way to think about sorting your shit out is to think about the main three areas that you need to work on. And the main three areas for me are health, their financial freedom and your career or basically your purpose in life and their relationships. Think about it. If you have a great career, you have amazing relationships with all your family, friends, wife, and you're in good physical shape, so you're taking care of yourself, you're not taking drugs, you're going to the gym, you're working out, you're eating right, that would mean that you should be pretty happy and in a pretty good shape. I wanna talk about all three points, because if you neglect any of these three, logically, you're gonna be in trouble. For example, if you know you're not putting any work into your relationship with your family, you're gonna be unhappy even if it's just in the back of your head you know you should be doing something else same thing if you're eating like a lot of sugar and you're not working out and you don't have like nice clothing you don't have the right hygiene you can be as rich as you want and you can be as loving with your mother parents whatever so one really healthy exercise to go through is to think about life as a game so if you were to play a game such as gta what would you do if you were to walk, for example, into a bar that's full of like criminals, rockers, drug dealers, and let's say strippers and hot girls, what would you do? Would you go to the bar and like order a water and sit there for 15 minutes and then leave the bar and just go about your way? I mean, you all know GTA, that game where you walk around and shoot people. No, you wouldn't. What you would actually do is you would go into the bar, probably slap the first guy in the face, and then, you know, talk to the hottest stripper and try to take her home. Why would you do that in a game? Because it's fun, because, you know, you're taking risks, because you're going after what you want to go after. I'm not saying we're, like, into violence, but you're going after the hot stripper and you're risking it. Obviously, in real life, you can't really do that because real life has consequences. However, I think we all have massive blind spot on the actual consequences that life has when we take certain risks. For example, when I left my job, 
um, earlier this year, you know, it felt really bad, but actually the consequence on my life was very, very little. Actually, as a matter of fact, I almost felt no difference at all. If anything, I felt a lot happier because I'm going after what I want. I'm taking the balls out. You know, I'm chasing my dream. I'm doing what I feel passionate about. And, you know, a lot of guys, they get drawn into this, you know, social conditioning that they need the job and they need, you know, the certain income and they need to look good in front of all the people around them. And, you know, that's not taking enough risk. You're not playing close enough to the GTA scenario. You're just playing it way too safe. So that's what I mean by the game of life. And that counts in all of these three different areas I was talking about, right? So, for example, relationships and talking to women, it's exactly the same. Most of the guys walk down the street, see the hot girl, do nothing about it. They're in the club, do nothing about it. They're in the library sitting next to a hot girl and they do nothing about it. Again, you're not playing GTA-like, you're more playing like, you know, the chode, like the scared guy, like the guy that behaves in exactly the same way as, you know, everybody else or in the same or in the way that your mother would tell you, be polite to everybody, don't offend anybody, just be another brick in the wall. The same counts for health and fun and sports, you know. Yes, you can go to the gym and work out on the treadmill, it's fucking boring. Or you can just get your skateboard and skateboard downhill a steep mountain. That's probably more fun. Is it more risky? Yes. Are you gonna die? Probably not. You can skydive. Yeah, is it risky? Of course it's risky. Are you gonna die? The probability is extremely low. So I'm telling you all these things for a reason. I'm saying all these things because people are playing it way too safe in life. The downside is much, much lower than what we think it is. And actually, we're not even looking at the downside. We're mainly influenced by social conditioning, you know, we don't want to stand out, we don't want to get the criticism from the so-called loved ones or from our social peers. So we're just playing it way too safe. And the main areas we need to focus on, I say it again, is health, financial freedom and your passion and relationships. And in each of these areas, you don't ever want to play it too safe. Now let's get back to seduction. Most of the guys want to go and get into seduction and, you know, get with the tens and the nines and the eights. And I get it. It's a, it's a, it's a good aim. It definitely makes you more manly. You're definitely playing it much more close to the GTA type of scenario than to, you know, the ordinary chose type of scenario. But what I'm trying to say is you have blind spots. Some of the guys I talk to, they have completely neglected their health, the hygiene, you know, the sports, you know, the food, and they have completely neglected their relationships with their mothers and their fathers and their sisters and their friends. And they're getting obsessed with, you know, seduction, which is right, but you cannot get really good at anything if you haven't figured out all three areas together. I'm not saying that you can't get laid. But to feel really good and to make progress all over, and especially if you want to retain really hot girls, you need to have your life sorted out. You need to have lifestyle. And what people mean by lifestyle, it means that you're playing a GTA-like game in real life in those three areas. When you listen to a lot of the very successful people, 
uh, and I do because I consider them my heroes, like I consider almost like having conversations with them sometimes. When you listen to them, people like, let's say, Steve Jobs or Jeff Bezos or Warren Buffett, they all have that mindset. Or even Bill Gates, you know, and Mark Zuckerberg, they all have that mindset. Because think about what they did. People like people like those guys, they dropped out of Harvard or they just said, fuck it, I'm going to invest all of my money into one or two companies. Say Elon Musk, you know, makes 200 million or 300 out of PayPal and then invests every single dollar into three companies, you know, not really considering any of the downside. And the question is, why did they not consider the downside? And they, they, they did consider the downside, actually, but they're just realistic about it. For example, Elon Musk keeps saying, when I was creating PayPal, I was living at around a dollar a day. I was showering in the YMCA, you know, living in the same house I was working at. You know, during the day we would run the surfer and at night we would we would code, right? So they just had one computer. Um, you know, he knew his downside was nothing. He could basically live for free because he'd always be able to earn 30 to $50 a month. I'm not suggesting that you should do that, but you know, it's definitely um, much less of a downside than you would think. And if you have kids and a house, it becomes harder, but you can still downsize your expenses. And a lot of guys, they don't do that. What a lot of guys do is they make a bit of money and they start living in a larger house, nicer cars, you know, more expensive dinners, and you create this sort of flywheel or this kind of rat race thing you have to make more money to have a higher living standard but when you really look at you know the building blocks of what you're doing is you could really scale it down and trade in money for time and that's basically what i did earlier this this year i traded in a lot of money but i got a lot of time back and i'm investing that time into myself and that's the best investment you can ever make. And actually, that goes back to Warren Buffett. He always says, the best investment you can ever make is investing in yourself. And at the end of the day, that's the best investor ever alive. So if he says that, you should definitely consider it. The other thing I find very instructive is Jeff Bezos' um, framework of regret minimization, sort of like a brainy, nerdy exercise. But he says, you know, when he considered dropping out of D.E. Shaw, which is one of the best hedge funds in the world. And he was probably making similar money to what I was making in my last job. He said, you know, his, bot, his boss tried to talk him out of it um, and he had a really hard time making a decision. But the way he made the decision is he projected himself forward to when he's 80 years old and he asked himself, what would I really regret looking backwards in life, you know, when I'm 80? And, and he said, you know, I really regret it if I never tried, you know, my own venture. And today, Jeff Bezos is the richest person in the world. You know, I do understand that he's an extreme outlier, very right-hand tail of the distribution. But he had to take the balls out at one point, and he was no different than you and I were. And so, you know, you need to consider that. Um, one that I actually liked probably the most is the quote from Steve Jobs. He said, every morning you need to look into the mirror and you need to ask yourself, am I enjoying what I'm doing today? And if the answer to that question is no, too many days in a row, 
you need to hit the reset button and do something completely different because most of us never hit the reset button you know in our careers we just keep doing what we're doing without really thinking about what we're doing and it's it's human it's normal you're getting up every day it's a massive routine it's commitment bias it's consistency bias you have social pressure you have bills to pay you have maybe mouth to feed you know it's normal but you have to also realize that you're paying the price and the price is that you're not doing what you want to do and the other price is that you're wasting your most valuable currency which is time. So one thing I came up with um, that is basically condensing all of these things that I heard from these amazing people is what is actually you know a great life what does it really take to have a great life? And what it takes to really have a great life is $100 a day. And I've written a blog about this. I need to just put it on the website. But at $100 a day of income, if you can generate that more or less passively, you can live an amazing life. And that's not undoable. I'm not talking Bill Gates kind of money. I'm just talking $3,000 per month in passive income. If you can do that, you have freedom, complete freedom. But what you need to do is go into your finances and sum up all of the costs over some period, let's say a quarter, and then really like just order them by magnitude. What are you spending the most money on? Second item, third item, fourth item, and so on and so forth. And then think about what is really indispensable. What can you not live without? And cancel out everything else. Okay, and you will see, unless you're completely ridiculously into a mortgage and have 15 children, you will be able to probably save half of what you're spending. So when you're spending 4K a month, you can probably cut that down to 2K. Yes, you'll have to give up the nice flat that's, you know, 60 square meters and so on. Yeah, I'm not doing that anymore. I'm now living in a little studio, but that studio is less than a thousand pounds a month. And before that, I was at one eight or two thousand a month. That's one thousand in savings per month. Yeah, that's twelve thousand a year. To make twelve thousand at a high enough tax rate, you need to make twenty four k. Okay, so you're saving that. It's not really important what you're saving. What's important is what you're paying less. Because when you're bringing down your fixed expenses per month you will be able to sustain a living that's not amazing, but a living that's good enough. And that buys you then the time to do what you really want to do, which is maybe some other business or maybe spending some time learning something. And that's way more important than chasing the dream of somebody else by working for them 10 hours a day. The other piece of advice in the career slash finance slash, you know, make your passion your job kind of section is that you should not drop out of your job straight away. A lot of people I see come up with an idea and then they drop out of their job and they just start working on that idea. 
I do think that that's not very intelligent because you're vastly overestimating your ability to execute on the idea. Actually, as a matter of fact, I think ideas are not as important as execution. You can have great ideas every day, but executing well on an idea is very difficult. And you need to treat those ideas like hypotheses, okay? You don't know whether it's right or wrong. You might think, wow, that's clear. I'm gonna, you know, invent this app that like people can you know, call taxis over their phone and then I put them in the cab and then they drive around. Yeah, that's true. You can become that kind of uber, you know, success. But most of the time you have an idea and you try it out and you fail. And I know that because I looked in my job at the venture capital data for years and 90% of businesses fail and even 90% of venture capital sort of investments go to zero. So your perception of your idea, because it's your own idea and you bought into it already, again, you have commitment bias, is wrong. Your idea is not as great as you think it is just because it comes from you. So what you should do is have different ideas while you're in your job and try them out, okay? Try out a couple of them and see whether they throw back some money. And always try to always try to not invest a lot of money. I also see people making that mistake a lot. They take 20K, they put it into this idea, and it doesn't work. Always think of the minimum viable product. How can I make the cheapest version of a product or service and try to get it to the people and see whether they like it? And once you see one idea starts picking up, like you saw with me, Tony Hustle started picking up, then I started investing more time. But to this day, I've never invested anything really into Tony Hustle. Very little money I've invested into it. And all of it was financed by cash flow that I generated from the actual Tony Hustle product right? So do that. Don't give up your job. Scale down your commitment to your job. Do not try to climb the corporate ladder. Do not try to make crazy bonuses. Scale it back just so they don't fire you and put your extra energy and time and resources into different ideas until one idea starts taking off a little bit and then stick with that idea and build on it. And once you have created enough momentum and enough of a flywheel, then drop out of your job and then commit some money. Always think about return on investment. A lot of guys tell me your, your website is shit. You should spend this money on this and that money on that. I don't spend any money. So far for me, it's been working really well. You know, I'm living off this and I'm not living a shit life. I'm living in South Kensington. So, you know, the idea is to scale down your job, try out different hypotheses until one works out and then jump into that business. Do not quit your job until you know you have something that works. Next bucket, health and grooming and style, okay? So, you know, I get it. I'm not into style. I'm not into like reading GQ and fashion magazines. And, you know, my girlfriend is a model and, you know, I know that there's, you know, lots of things I don't know. And if I want to make an effort, I can, but I don't really make an effort all the time. Um, same counts for health. I'm not a health fanatic. I don't go to the gym like three hours a day. Also, I don't eat super healthy every day. I do eat, you know, sweets sometimes. I do drink enough alcohol. You know, I smoke the odd cigarette. It's not a problem to do these things. I'm not trying to turn you into some vegan yoga guy that has like 
a six pack and five percent body fat that's not necessary what's necessary is to sign up to the gym go three four times a week half an hour you know get your ass out just go you don't know what you're doing just start doing something do some you know crunches lift some weights eventually you get better at it and then you know i do maybe half an hour four times five times a week that's enough for me i look good enough i don't look amazing but i look good enough you know okay i can lose more weight i, I want to go down three four kilos i lost 10 kilos some some years ago but i can do a little bit more you know that's just me being you know resourceful constraining myself like not eating too much pasta not eating too much sugar not going overboard with alcohol mainly focusing on chicken or meat and salad and a little bit of rice you know brown rice stuff like that just control it a little bit just make a conscious effort to control it don't get fanatic about it and just start doing it step by step little by little same with fashion you know wear simple stuff dark colors don't go overboard with crazy colors if you don't know what you're doing you'll look ridiculous i have a few videos on that but just keep it simple and keep it plain and keep it classy if you don't know what you're doing i don't always do that but you know if you really don't know what you're doing just keep it really simple and you know you'll see over time when you work out you'll feel better you'll you'll be more resilient and when you like have a hangover it cures more quickly you know there's little cheats you you know you can take little supplements stuff like that no need to become a fanatic just work on it and the sheer fact that you're working on it will make you feel better you'll feel more comfortable you feel more confident and your posture will change and the girls will see it that's all i have to say on that topic really not a special regime i go through i just keep it a little bit under control and that's really good enough last but not least relationships you know relationships obviously my podcast or my whole website and youtube channel is mainly about relationships or how to start relationships or how to start sex with many girls clearly that's my expertise um together with the business side because i think i'm i'm quite okay on the business side as well um i would say you know relationships it's important to keep everybody at a distance to some degree even your parents even your friends even you know your mates everybody has an incentive everybody has an agenda you know your mother wants the babies because she's old now she wants to you know have the grandchildren you know your friends they want to see you successful but they will get jealous if you get extremely successful and you know it goes on and on like that so i would always keep everybody at a little bit of a distance you know do not reveal everything about yourself do not reveal to them that how many girls you're sleeping with how hot they are you know how much effort you're putting into it keep a bit of a distance in germany we say you know they can eat the sausage they just can't know what we put into it and that's really the key here let everybody only in to a certain degree and that's really to protect yourself there's no reason for them to know how much money you're making whether you're dating models or not whether you're like going to the gym five times a day and whatnot they don't need to know that because they're only using that to benchmark themselves to feed the rumor engine 
and to see where they stand, it doesn't help them. It's much better to keep them a little bit stupid, even your parents. I know people are saying, I tell my mother everything, don't do it, it won't help you. You need to think about yourself as your own entity, you're self-reliant, and not everybody has a good agenda, and not everybody wants your best and has your best interest at heart. So I'm just saying a little bit of distance doesn't hurt. Don't let them know everything. At the same time, it's important that you stay in regular contact, especially with your parents and family. You know, give them the support that they need. Don't let them exploit you. Don't You don't need to send them £2,000 a month, but give them some support. Be regularly on the phone or see them, but make it an equal relationship. They should give as much as you give and you should get as much out of it as they're getting out of it. But keep it nice and, and make sure that, you know, you support them. Um, now, with girls, um, there's many things I could say. What I would say is the main thing is if you don't know a girl well already for a very long time, I would, again, keep the distance do not fall into, you know, the idea of having to drop everything, your friends and your hobbies and all of that stuff. That is a major mistake and I see people doing it. You, you can't access them anymore. They're sort of like in a cage now. Do not do it. Keep your own life. Work on yourself. Go to the gym. Keep generating your own business and working on your, your own business ideas. And, you know, keep your options open until you know what it is that you want. And especially for the guys that are being new or being introduced to game, I see it over and over again. They go out, they have never been out in their life, and within two or three months, they meet some random girl, and they fall for it, and they stop game, and you don't sort out your life first, but you just go with the first girl. And what happens is, after six months, you wake up and you realize, this girl is not really what I wanted, I still don't have the skill, you're doubting yourself, maybe I was lucky, or oh, actually she's not as nice as I thought, and I see all these other girls that I find nicer, and then you drop her, or she drops you, and you're back in the game and now it's much harder because you already know now how hard it is to get started to create your momentum and that's the problem then i see a lot of guys don't bring up the energy anymore and then they're in a downward spiral the best way to get good at relationships with women is to first sort out the skill and then sort out the issue of finding a wife or a girlfriend most guys don't do it and it's a very very common pattern because you want to be around that feminine energy and get that sex regularly even if it's not that great it's still better than wanking i understand that but you need to show a little bit of delayed gratification you need to go through the pain to get really good at this to have the choice among the girls that you really want instead of settling for the seven that you don't really want in your life. You know, delayed gratification, there are studies on this where they put candy in front of really young children and they ask them to not eat the candy and if they manage to not eat the candy for like, let's say 30 minutes, they get three or four times the amount. The children that manage to not eat the candy, i.e. delay the gratification, 
are proven to be the most successful later in life and that's statistically significant that means they took thousands of children or hundreds of children and then they looked later 20 years later what these kids now grown-ups are doing and it's overwhelmingly clear that the kids that were able to say no to the quick candy and are able to delay the gratification were by far the most successful and you know i'm not the first one to point this out all of the rich guys point this out you need to be able to go through the pain and work on yourself before you can claim the rewards I think that's pretty much it from my side on these three fields. Let me just quickly summarize this. There's three fields and we all have usually blind spots in all of these fields. Three fields that are really key to sort out your life and to win at the game of life. That is your health, that is your career and your passion and as your relationships. And we're all treating life way too conservatively we're all going with the mainstream the social conditioning think of life as the game of gta you need to take risk you need to take the risk in order to get the things all of the great things are on the other side of terror and risk emotional and physical pain and if you don't go through it you're not going to get where you want to go you're not going to fulfill your dreams so the key point is our perception of what is risky in life is wrong. The downside is much, much lower. So think about these things. Think about these three parts of your life and think about what risks you need to take. Intelligent risks, not just taking stupid risks, but take intelligent risks and then go with it and just take your balls out. Do it like the Spartans, you know. When they invaded a new island, they first burnt the ships down so they knew the only way forward was we're going to conquer that island or we're going to die. And you're going to do the same thing in those three areas and then you're going to succeed and sort it out once and forever. And with that, Tony Hustle out. Booyah Kasha. Today, day, 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 day,